1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 175 of Getting It Out Podcast. That was Unidad Trauma with 33 Ars Sinistra. I'm sure I said it wrong, but it's Spanish. I don't speak Spanish. I can mumble my way through it sometimes, but usually I have no idea what's happening with Spanish. That song is... Is from their debut EP. It's called Arte Medica Siniestra. It came out on May 18th through Concreto Records, and they are a death metal grindcore faction, they call it. I say they're a group. I think that sounds better. Um, I don't know why, but I find it very interesting and uh, surprising that these guys appear to be made up of four different doctors. Uh, who knew that the four doctors in Mexico were playing grindcore? uh, if, if that is of any interest in you, it, to you, then you should check them out because it's quite good. They got a video for this song. So go find that somewhere on the internet. You can probably, probably follow the link in the notes below, but, uh, until then go find this EP again, Arte Medica Siniestra, Siniest, you know, whatever I'm trying to say <laughs> by Unidad Trauma. I'm bumbling my way through this one already, but that's okay because this one is, is basically the mistake episode. I'll fill you in more about that in a minute, but this episode features an interview with Kian Varizi of Yautja. We're going to talk all about their new album, The Lurch, which is coming out, well, it's already out on Relapse Records, and I'm sure you already know, it's fantastic. So let's do that intro music and then get moving. Damn, what's good all you bitches and bitch It's the illustrious hot dog back at it again with another podcast intro. He said, oh, you wanna do a podcast intro for the Gettin' It Out podcast? Said, oh shit, I gotta write a rap 1st don't I? He said, nah, no, you don't gotta write a rap first. It's a hardcore podcast. Said, alright, I think I can maybe make that happen. Let's see what we can do. Kick it! Make family out of friends, make friends out of enemies Peace to my family, make friends till they bury me. all the places we've been We're never sitting it out, we'll be getting it in While you getting it out I said all the places we've been, we're never sitting it out We'll be getting it in, Why you getting it out Okay, welcome. Episode 175. Why is this a mistake? Because I forgot about it. <laughs> I forgot to do the podcast. I woke up at like 3 o'clock in the morning today, and I looked at my wife, who happened to also be up for some reason, because we just wake up at random times in the night, and I was like, hey, I didn't do the podcast. And she apologized to me, which was really nice of her, but I'm not sure why, because it wasn't her fault. You know whose fault it was? It was Memorial Day's fault, because we had a party on Sunday, And it wasn't the party's fault either, either. it was just the fact that I didn't have to work today, so I forgot which day of the week I was on, so I didn't do the podcast like I normally do on Sunday nights, I just uh, just went to bed, and uh, then woke up and I thought, okay, well there's no way I can do this quick enough, because we got Memorial Day festivities, uh, parties to attend, uh, people to see, uh, handshakes to make, is that what you do with handshakes, you do them, you make them, I'm not sure. I uh, had to go to my brother's house, so uh, I'm doing this now. So it's out on Tuesday. That's the release date. Now, you know what? I'm just going to put it out as soon as I finish, so probably late mon- late Monday night, but that's okay. I put a Getting It Out radio episode out there to hold you over. I know you were all waiting with bated breath on this national holiday for a fucking podcast. I highly doubt anyone even noticed, but if you did, I respect that. That's very cool. Uh, thank you for noticing that this podcast is a thing and that it does exist. Uh, it still goes on. I will not miss a week. Uh, how about that? That's the new standard. I still haven't missed a week in almost four years. So that's pretty good. Coming up on about 175. That's a pretty big milestone. Almost 225 more. How many more weeks is that? How many more months is that, more importantly? You tell me. Put it in the comments because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that math right now. I can't. Um I'm half watching a Sixers game right now, trying to wrap up this uh this series with the stupid Washington Wizards. And it's not going as easy as it should be because my man Joel Embiid is hurt. So I'm a little concerned about that. So, uh, so, so uh, sympathize with me for a minute if I seem a little flaky. But anyway, I think now we should just move on to the interview because why the hell not? Let's do it. Well, first, I'm going to play you a song by Yaucha. This is off The Lurch. It's called Wired Depths.
0: good man uh i I worked and i rushed home to try to get a workout in before this call and i off timed it by about 10
1: minutes that's all right i and and Uh, that's that's one thing i can i can respect the workout time I, i try to fit them in myself and uh usually pretty successful but uh sometimes not what do you do for a workout
0: uh i'm doing i'm doing like a lot of lifting shit right now um it's called Boring But Big. So I want to be exactly that at some point. Um, <laughs> um, it's uh I did deadlift tonight, so
1: that was fun. That's a that's a venture I've never that's a, that's an adventure I've never gone down. I d I don't know how to lift heavy at all. Uh and and I feel yeah, like I
0: my brother turned me on to
1: it. I feel like I'd fuck my back I fucked my back up last week, just lifting light. So uh yeah, so yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, the deadlifts can be can be treacherous in the back for sure. I've definitely like, you know, finished a workout and been like, "Oh, is that, I feel okay." You know, I don't feel fucked up, and then like, you wake up at four in the morning and you're like
1: paralyzed <laughs> in your bed. Yeah, well, last week, this is way off topic, but last week I, I you know, did this. I was just doing this stupid workout app because I find if I have these little shitty workout apps, it, it keeps me, uh, you know, it just keeps me accountable. Like it, it reminds me to do it, and it was just like, you know, make me do it thirty days straight. So I was, I was doing it. And like, all right, I'm going to go out for a run because I'm on like a, a half marathon running program too. And uh, nice. so, I, so I did the little, it's like, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, it's 12 pound weights. That's the whole thing. It's 12 pound dumbbell, dumbbells. It's not big. And then I went out to run and I got like two steps and I swear to God, my legs like fell out from under me. Like I almost fell on my face in the street. <laughs> and I came in, I was like, what the fuck? My, my back was destroyed. But then stupidly, like I am, I just stretched a little bit and then went out and ran four miles like that. And then, and then that you know you know how it goes from there. The next couple of days, yeah, I can't move. But the injury yeah. creeps on you. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, this is not a, a health and fitness podcast. By the way, this is <laughs> this is uh, this is called Getting It Out Podcast, and I talk a lot about. Um, well, I don't know what, what would you call it. Extreme music. It's hardcore. It's metal. It's punk rock. It's whatever the fuck I like. And Yalcha is one of those things. And uh, you you can correct me right away. Have I been saying that name wrong the entire time?
0: That's correct. That that is correct. I mean, like, maybe that is actually wrong, uh, according to, like, Predator lore nerddom,
1: but um, no one has since corrected us on that, so (laughs) um, we can only hope, you know. Well, I see you guys get a lot of Predator uh predator fan attention is is that is that what the band was intentionally named after is that where the word comes from cuz i didn't know this until i until i read comment yeah. i read comments on your ship by predator people is is where i where i found sure. out
0: yeah i mean like if 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 we're like on tour and like i want to like see if anyone's taking photos or like videos from a show the night before i'll i'll try to get on instagram and, and look at yeah hashtags and for every like 50 like predator cosplay or like like predator action figure post, there's like one clip of us playing um so yeah definitely it was like i mean tyler and shibby uh drummer guitar player um they came up with this name in like 2010 so they're a little bit younger than me so they were like just like twenty and twenty-one, I think Tyler might have been nineteen. Honestly, yeah, he's he's not thirty yet. Um, All
1: right, so they didn't even see. So I don't think
0: at that point it was like.
1: Do what? So they didn't even like they they didn't even exist during Predator Prime.
0: Yeah, like like <laughs> they didn't. I don't think they realized like that they were gonna even be in this band for you know ten <laughs> years or more. So right. like just picking a name like that was like that's cool, you know, like Predator's cool. Like, yeah, this is, like, another name for it. Um, and we definitely had a point, I think, before we put out our first length, I was like, yo, so, like, we're putting out a record. Um, this is what we want our name to be, right? Just, like, double-checking with everyone before we move forward. And we were all kind of like, it's just a name, dude. Like, like you know, like, think of all, the, like, the sick bands where, like, if you didn't know they were a sick band and just saw the name, you'd be like, what the fuck? But uh, you know, obviously the the substance is the important part. Uh the name is not even secondary. Yeah, no, for I, sure. I, I'm kinda glad we don't have a name like like not to knock on any like death metal bands or like, you know, people like doing the old school shit, but I'm kinda glad we don't have a name like you know, like Repugnant Sewer or something like that. <laughs> like I kinda I, I kinda think it makes us stand out a little bit. Um even though people can't pronounce it, and it's been spelled on like, like you know, small like venue marquees and signs and flyers and shit. Uh, it's well,
1: it's uh, it's definitely yeah. one. Of, it's one of the things that uh, drew me to you guys back then. Back, I want to say, you guys first came in on my radar on, I don't know, what was the first one? Songs of Descent? Is that the first one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's so the first one. so like, like 2013-ish, something like that, maybe. Um, yes. Yeah, yes. And and I know, like, all right, in in the world of a guy who gets a shitload of promo emails every day, uh, it's fucking hard to t- for something to I don't know jump out. And sometimes all sure. it's all sometimes all it takes, and this is this is as as petty as it can be. Sometimes all it takes is a, a band name that starts with one of the letters at the end of the alphabet. <laughs> like, like that's yeah. all. Oh yeah. I mean- Totally, and 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 Yalcha was that, and I I remember uh, checking checking you guys out way back then, and and uh, being into it, and uh, and then it was like what the fuck! I didn't hear anything from you guys since then. I know you did things, but it was also involves me kind of get, getting getting out of touch for for a minute. But then now I see you guys popping back up, and like oh this is great! I, I thought they were done. I thought Yalcha wasn't a thing anymore, but uh, here you are in. Right as the pandemic hopefully is slowing down, Yalcha is reappearing.
0: Yeah, I hope so, man. Um, yeah, I mean, like we, so we did that full length, and then we did uh, what we called an EP in our label, but it's really like it's over thirty minutes worth of music. You know, there's like grind bands that do shorter full lengths than that, right? Um, right we did we did songs of descent then we did songs of lament um and then we've done like a handful of splits we did this like um live and remastered uh some older songs like a one-sided um lp thing um we did an audio tree session if you know what that is yeah like, yeah a live video a high quality live. um but, yeah. yeah yeah for sure no it's super nice um very, very stoked we got to do that um but yeah this is like our first big thing in several years so i think a lot of people uh if we weren't touring as much as we did like we did a ton of touring without doing like a third bigger release um i'm sure a lot of people would have thought that we were like done or like on some hiatus or something like that but we took a lot we took a while to, to write and finish this record and did You know, work and family shit comes up and we toured a lot. We all play another band. So yeah, we're stoked to finally have another full length out and reappear after the hopeful end of this pandemic.
1: Yeah, well, like like I said, it, it, it was a lot of me not being aware of where you guys at was me being out of touch because I do know that there was a lot of stuff that did exist. But this is, the like you said, the first big thing that uh, that. That you're visible for, and one of those reasons is that it's it's your Relapse Records debut, right?
0: For sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Word. I mean, that's like the biggest thing, biggest label we've done anything with. Um, so we're pretty slick on
1: that, and obviously, it gives a little nudge in the visibility area. For sure. Well, to go to go back uh, before we go forward, where Yalch is out now, can we go back for you personally? and uh just go go maybe when when you where did you where did you grow up you you're in birmingham right alabama
0: yeah yeah so i uh i was born in montgomery alabama then moved
1: here as a kid in
0: birmingham grew up here um 2015 i moved to nashville and that's when yatcha started or not 2015 i'm sorry but 2010 i moved to nashville and that's when yatcha started and then i moved back to Birmingham in 2015, and that's where I am now.
1: All right, so where did, where at what point and how old were you when you first discovered heavy music or your love for it? And I say heavy music as a generic term because you know what I mean. Sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, always loved music, even as a little kid. Um, and then, you know, like, typical for most heavy music fans, you know, somewhere in the... Fourth or fifth grade to middle school area, started like, hearing like shit on the radio or like in TV, like new metal shit. And, um, you know, uh, a couple of bands from that opened up the door to like legit metal and hardcore. Um, you know, all since I was like, I guess 15, I started playing shows, um, at a DIY venue here, played in hardcore and punk bands, um, Started touring when I was 18, you know, until now. Uh, And, yeah, started off in, like, uh, this hardcore band called Die Young, who's left still together on and off or with different members.
1: Wait a minute. Die Young, Um, like, from Texas, Die Young?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, like, the first band. Like, that's played out of town shows and shit.
1: Well, I got that's uh, The reason I say that like that is because I was just uh, on the phone last night with Daniel uh, talking tooth and claw. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 I'm still, uh, I still keep in touch with him, um, shit he's doing now is red. I think their record comes out the same day, our same fans. day, yeah, pretty cool. yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, uh, that's kind of what, like, the band I cut like, my touring teeth with, uh, toured with them, uh, you know, worked odd jobs, and went to community college in between touring, I had a band from here called Legion that's like a hardcore band from the side of like the longest running band I've been in on and off We still randomly play shows um I played in the, the band Coliseum
1: from okay. 2012 until 2015 so you got you got a big resume um
0: uh, I just uh wasted a lot of my life <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> uh, you know touring and writing and recording and yeah, um, but yeah, Die da- da Young, Coliseum, and, and Yachtra are like the bigger bands that I've spent time with, not the bigger bands, but the bands that I've spent the majority of my time with, um, and then that band Legion from here. We did a couple tours, but nothing serious, just like a hometown type of band.
1: Yeah, well, Alabama, I, like when I think, like, alright, so I'm in, I'm in Pennsylvania, when I think of bands from Alabama, the... The list is short, but not because there aren't bands there. It's just because I don't realize that they are from there. At least that's what I think. Sure. Like, um,
0: no, no. I mean, it's it's very short list, and you know,
1: especially (laughs) depending on like what type of music you're talking about. You know. Yeah, I was I was talking to I forget who I was talking to recently, and I think the only band we could come up with from Alabama, which is which is how it goes, you know, again goes to show how out of touch I am. Was I think was Love Is Red. Is that an Alabama band?
0: They were from northern Alabama. I think a couple of them were from southern Tennessee. Um, I dug that band, you know. Like, I did too. Was, yeah, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> like you know, it's kind of cheesy, straight edge shit. But um, you know, like when I was younger, I dug it. And I think they're playing a show because uh, you know that that fest furnace, furnace fest. fest yeah. Of that? yeah, of course. Yeah, so they're pl- they're playing like a. I saw they're playing like a reunion. Uh, so like the day before the fest starts in Tennessee, I was like, "Oh
1: shit, okay, yeah, <laughs> Nice. I remember, I remember getting um, their getting their demo while they were on tour, uh, up in some random spot. But but I remember they, they they they. I feel like it was them that called it Dixie Hardcore, which was a tough sell. Yep. But... Yeah, yeah. I, think I had a shirt that said
0: <laughs> Dixie Hardcore on it, actually. Um, but yeah, I
1: mean, yeah, like they did
0: some like. They supported some bigger, like hardcore and metalcore bands at the time, so I feel like they. It's funny you mention that because I really wouldn't think about that, but they got out there like a good bit in those couple of years they were around.
1: Well, who would be Uh, who would be the the biggest band biggest band in extreme music from Alabama? Just just that I'm missing, dude. I mean,
0: honestly, like the biggest bands in extreme music that come out of here are like bands that like are not really like in my world. They're like more of like the metal core. Or, oh, okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that pecky mosh type shit, you know? Like, right. Right. Like, you know, not knocking on them, but it's just not my thing at all. Sure. Uh,
1: I got you. Yeah. I'm I to remember
0: that one place called. They, they put out a record a couple months ago. Um, shit. What are they called? I see one of these dudes around town. like, that dude looks like he's in the metal. I've never seen him
1: before. <laughs> um, what is it fucking called? Uh, oh, ERA, E-R-R-A. Okay. You know, you know why, you know why I know that name? Because they record here in where I live okay. with, with Carson Slovak, who is a producer who lives here in Lancaster where I'm at. Okay. Uh, and that's who they record with. So that's the only reason why I know that. I don't, I never heard the music, but I know that, I know that because of him. And yeah, they are pretty big, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. They're,
0: they're like, you know, like, uh, obviously i know their name because they're from here but you know there will be bands like that that i see like pop up on like a local venues calendar and like what is this band and, like, never heard of this and they're like you go to their music page or like social media and it's are like oh this, they have like a half a million fans i've like, never even <laughs> heard of this shit okay it's metal right um yeah dude like uh there's so many great bands from birmingham and alabama but there's this like weird here where Like, as soon as bands get, like, as good as they can be and, like, maybe even release a sick record, they just break up. Like, I think it's just, like, the type of thing where, like, you know, it's Alabama, so, like, you you don't live (laughs) in, like, a major market. You don't even, like, live in a big regional market. It's, like, the biggest cities you can go play from here, like, that makes sense if you're not on tour. is like, Nashville and Atlanta and... You know, I've just seen, like, so many bands from here of all types of genres, um, like, open up a show and completely, like, wipe like, off the floor with the headlining band. But then they're like, I'm, like are you guys going to tour? Like, you guys got to, like, do a good recording and put stuff up Like, No, our drummer's is going to college. I'm, like, no, no, our our buddy's moving here to, like, work for his dad's company. I'm like, okay.
1: Uh, ca- Career-minded, smart. It's probably it's probably the wise thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They're, they're actually making a good decision, uh, but it just bumps <laughs>
1: them
0: out because they made cool music.
1: Well, if maybe so, maybe Alabama hasn't been too successful in getting their bands' names out there, but or getting you know on a bigger scale, but. But you guys, uh, two thirds of your members are in Nashville, right? And Nashville or Tennessee. Let's just say this: Tennessee, I've noticed lately, is fucking killing it. There's so much good stuff coming out of Tennessee, and uh, it's from from Memphis to Nashville and other places in between. That's two cities I know in Tennessee. So uh, Knoxville, I can name a third. Um, But but I mean, between and and, and, and across several genres too. um, uh, Knoll is one that I think is fantastic. Was, was 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 reserving oh, dirt yeah. naps out of Memphis. Um, uh, oh, yeah.
0: was reserving dirt naps? Is like a one time friend of mine. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see them doing shit. And and mm-hmm. Noel's tight. Like uh, um, they're super young dudes, right? Like, oh man, yeah. They're like, so, yeah, like college, college age or summer in um,
1: high school. Yeah,
0: that's sick, man. I saw that they like they did some like live road burn thing, and I was like, shit, okay, like that's that's badass, like a great opportunity for them i hope
1: they uh they keep doing shit i did i i had uh i had had jamie their their vocalist and noise guy on here and uh you know speaking with him and uh talking to him afterwards even keeping in contact afterwards it was just like "Dude, dude there's no way that this band doesn't succeed with the attitude and the energy that these guys are bringing to it so it's like there's no there's no way it doesn't like there's there's too much there's they've got too much going for them it's gonna happen for them they yeah. just, as long as they stick with it, it, it which is really hard to do That's for awesome, a band that. like that but it's awesome it's, I'm, I'm stoked to see what happens it with them. yeah I mean like getting even a little bit of attention and being that young is
0: good potential to, to do some good shit for sure
1: well so how do how do you um what's I, I don't know like geography wise birmingham to nashville how how does the band work with you guys is it do you travel to do practices um, well, do you...
0: yeah yeah like it's it's like two and a half hours that you haul out. So, wow like, i mean i've done that drive so many times and it's like it's fucking nothing to me at this point um I mean, it still sucks but it goes by super quick you know like listen to a few records or a podcast or something and I'm there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's um, not bad then.
0: They definitely like put in most definitely put in work uh, without me sometimes. Um and then like will send me a demo of something they've been fucking with or some reps. Um but yeah, I usually go up there to write, um or to record or something like that. They, every once in a while they'll come down here, but mostly just
1: commuting up there, yeah. Nice. Well, I guess that's that's not too bad. Uh, it could be worse. But you know, with I was you right. know, having having this conversation uh, recently with a lot of people, specifically last night with Daniel and those guys, the uh, the idea of a band being different places isn't isn't that far fetched these days. You know, it's it all kind of works out. But oh yeah, but uh, but 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 it has it has it uh has that had anything to do with why it's been five years between records for Yalcha?
0: Uh yeah, I, I think it has it definitely has a little bit to do with that. Um there was like a good two year chunk um where uh, my dad and I opened up a business together and I was working like like eighty hours a week, like and like trying to do band stuff. Um and I like I like book shows and uh do sound at a I's venue here. So like in between that work shit and doing that, it, it was pretty rough. And you actually even did a couple of tours in that time with that too. But, uh, like rising during that was pretty slow. Um, and Tyler and Shitty, uh, they have other music projects too, that they, you know, spent chunks of time recording with or doing tours. Um, that took away from it a little bit. Same for me, you know, like, uh, up until 2015, Coliseum was doing shit. um, but yeah, yeah. I, uh, the distance—I don't. I mean, obviously it's a factor, but not a huge thing. Um, there was just other like shit happening, and then you know like you you couple that with the distance, and it just multiplies it. Cause it's like, oh, well, I have to work from like you know 7 a.m. till 7 p.m. today, but maybe we can get a quick practice in. But like that's unrealistic.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, having
0: to drive two and a half hours unless you're like a fucking psychopath, but
1: yeah meet halfway there practice at the, the rest
0: stop everyone every oh, anyway. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah that's, that's what
0: happens um,
1: so <laughs> so um so when when was this album was this album was the Lurch actually, we, well, I don't think we named it yet the, the Lurch right which I assume yeah. is, is not uh, is not about the butler um, it is not because um, I was I'm thinking really you could you could have picked a <laughs> bunch of different butlers here. There could have been like what's the guy from Fresh Prince? The to the Jeffrey, you know you could Jeffrey, yeah. yeah you could have done Alfred Alfred yeah the Alfred yeah but this is not the Lurch the Butler this is the Lurch <laughs> something else right
0: yes um, I'm glad you I'm glad you referenced that because like when we were talking about uh you know, the title of the record, I was like, like, I wasn't my, I, I love the title. It fits perfectly with like, it's in a song lyrics lyric, uh, a, a song to wait on the record, but like, it also applies to uh, other songs on the record and even the record itself. Um, but uh, I was like, you know, like the first thing people think about is going to be the fucking Frankenstein Butler. From- <laughs> you rang. <laughs> Monsters, you know, like, yeah. or Ad- Adam's family. It's Adam's family, right? Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, uh, I'm waiting for like that to pop up on message boards <laughs> and YouTube comments, et
1: cetera. Oh, YouTube comments. I'll get to that later cause I was reading your YouTube comments re- recently, but, but back to, to the lurch, the, was this, was this all written recently or was it all written over this, this five year gap?
0: um so parts of it were have been written like you know at least a riff in the song has existed in a five-year period for sure um i would say like maybe half of it was written in like the past two years two or three years um But, like, we really fine-tuned shit within the past year. Um, Well, not the past year, but a year leading up to recording it. Kind of, like, we were, like, doing this thing where we were, like, okay, we're not going to, like, do any tours um, unless we get offered, like, some crazy shit. We have to take it, but we're not going to do anything because we're going to finish writing this record. And then we would get offered, like, something that we thought was sick, so we did that. Um, I guess I, I started in, like, 2018, cause we didn't do very much. And we got offered a tour with, uh, revocation, exhumed in rivers of Nile. And we are like, okay, like let's do this like <laughs> big metal tour thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then 2019, uh, same, said the same thing. And we didn't really do anything all year, but then got offered, uh, like a shorter and then a longer European tour. And we had never been to Europe as Yasha. So we kind of had to take those, um, and then we recorded. We actually recorded this record uh, at the end of January 2020.
1: Yeah. So it's so it's not a. So right now we're getting a lot of records that are basically a product of the pandemic. But you actually recorded this right before it all hit. So so how yes, yeah. And in since you got the you got the record done before this shit started, how has it affected uh, the lurch?
0: Um. Well. Yeah, like, it was, you know, very thankful that we got this done, at least the the traveling and being in close quarters part done right before shit hit the fan. Um, uh, Yeah, like, our 2020 was way, you know, everyone was different than they thought it would be. Ours was like, okay, we're going to, like, do this in January. Uh, We weren't signed to relapse yet, so we were like, we're going to, you know, find someone to put this out or even fucking put it out ourselves or with a friend and then we're going to, like, tour hard. You know, this will come out in summer of 2020 and we'll tour for the rest of the year. Um, But once everything started shutting down, and like that kind of just slowed the entire process of, like, you know, mixing and mastering and getting artwork done. Um, Then we signed with Relapse and, like, even that conversation was, like, this was, like, after... Like all the socio political shit hit the fan in the summer and the pandemic. And I was like, I feel dumb even like hitting someone up to like release a record right now. You know, like, yeah, everyone's got all kinds of other shit going on. I'm sure like every label already has their plates full and, and have slowed down with stuff, and someone's touring. Um, but I was like, nah, fucking, you know, I'll reach out. And, um, so yeah, like, normally you want to. Get a record out as soon as it's done—at uh, least the tracking, recording part—but that all just got super prolonged. Um, we were even like, "Should we like sit on this until we can tour when it comes out?" But
1: then we we're like, "No, let's just let's make it happen." Yeah, well, that's that's uh, that, that's been the debate that I've that I've had with a lot of people—not not a debate, but the discussion with a lot of people. A lot of people in bands has been the sit on it or release it. I like the idea that people that were just releasing their music during this time, because nobody else could do anything. You know we, sure. we don't have anything else to do. So, putting out records, yeah. getting familiar with records. I do, I do see now that you know now that we're over a year into this, I do see myself. I do notice myself forgetting about records that came out around this time last year that are really good, and I don't know. Maybe that's just my short attention span, but. But but, but, no, but it I mean, yeah, it's
0: really different. Like if a band's out, I mean touring is huge, you know. Like even if a band doesn't come to your city or like you don't go see them, like that's just a huge thing with like keeping momentum from a release that comes out.
1: Yeah, I mean even if it's just even if it's just seeing a clip of them playing live on social media or something, you know, as you scroll yeah. as you're scrolling by, it's just like you know to it keeps keeps them fresh fresh in their mind or in your mind and uh, that, that everybody was kind of robbed of that this year. And it's, but it's not something that could have been seen. I mean, smarter people than I would have known this ahead of time, but it's not, but someone like me who thought, fuck it, put it out, might look at it now and be like, okay, I see, I see where you might've lost some momentum there, but um, yeah, okay. but people are doing the things that they can do. And one of the things that you guys can do or did, can do and did was put together a video for uh, tethered, which was tethered. The first track that you released from this,
0: yeah yeah that was like the first i guess to call it a single single um, and, and yeah. did,
1: did this video come out alongside that like uh, initially
0: yeah yeah so yeah so we did we did tethered and, um, you know the song and video drops the same day and then about a month later we did the spectacle song and video and we've well, uh, we got one more coming out when the record drops
1: uh a week from this friday well what's <laughs> tell me about the video for tethered what is happening here?
0: um so, okay, let's see. <laughs> um, this was my, my concept. Um, and, you know, this is probably from, like, a day when I had just been, like, off work and eating edibles all day. But um, <laughs> I was like, okay, you know, like, can I have someone, uh, you know, tethered is, like, roughly referring to be, like, tethered to technology and you know, a couple of different ways.
1: Well, I gotta tell you, I gotta day. tell you, I didn't know that until I watched the video, and then I was like, okay, yeah, now that makes perfect sense. I understood I, it immediately. Chef,
0: chef, kiss, man. <laughs> yeah. because, you know, my my uh, me conveying my my uh, it worked artistic idea. It worked. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's supposed to be this dude's like doom scrolling on a phone, you know, like a lot of people were doing last year, and. Then his phone dies, can't find a charger, and he's, like, looking around, and something catches his eye out the window, and he sees this fucking weird dude, like, wrapped up in wires and cables and shit, who's, like, kind of beckoning at him, and then, uh, so he, like, follows him into the backyard, and they go out, and he walks up on this, like, the dude he was following, and this other monstrosity of a dude who's, like, hooked up to all these machines and wires and he uh, somehow produces a phone cable out of his mouth, and <laughs> the dude can finally tether himself and get charged up and go about his business of uh, consuming ones and zeros. <laughs> Which is what we all want, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, like, I, so I had this idea. I was like, dude, I'm going to get this guy. I know that, like... You know like a, i did a couple scene videos with like years ago and he's fucking sick you know like doing big shit but, but like i feel like he probably has a higher you know cost right now to 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 do work with and obviously because he's been doing great shit. So i reached out to him and you know it was like way more than i had a budget for um so i was like okay let's go the complete opposite direction and do uh like use our friend's vhs camera uh, i went to this crazy like junk thrift store and for a the, the couple hundred bucks, I'm like, the oldest, weirdest technology I could find there. Like, yeah. weird monitors and tape decks and cables and machines. And uh, yeah, us and a couple of friends, just met up uh, behind Tyler's house. He lived on a, like an old golf course. I don't even know if they use it anymore, but they just <laughs> have using it during the pandemic and it snowing. So we were like, this just, just shit in his backyard and then like. Stumbled off into the golf course and it's like weird gazebo um it's definitely funny when like random people like walking their dogs come by and just be like what the fuck are these people doing out here well it's Um,
1: it's funny that it's it's funny that it was a golf course because i was watching that thinking is that a fucking golf course only because there was a flapping flag in the background of and and i was like what what would that be other than a golf course
0: hell yeah (laughs)
1: The, the deck of an aircraft carrier
0: (laughs) um yeah it was fun and like we we are definitely not a band who's ever been like let's make a music video um so uh we had a we had a small budget for it and we were like fuck it you know let's do something like definitely not serious but fun and that has to do with the song um and our friend Frank, uh, that works with Relapse, he helped us out in the spectacle video, did a fucking sick job. He does awesome videos and does all kinds of like really nice, um, live, uh, recordings of shows. Yeah. Um, and then we did something, uh, last week with a buddy in Nashville that's going to be coming out, um, the 21st with the record.
1: Awesome. Well, I that's, uh, I think that's, uh, that's one of the things that people would definitely need to be taking advantage of right now when this is basically all you can do. And, uh, fuck it. But you, you guys sh- have shown the budget doesn't mean shit. Um, cause you know, I could, I could watch tethered again, you know, and it was, <laughs> uh, and, and I got, and I got the point like to like, and what I like seeing as well is that there's a sense of humor, in a song that might, you might even consider the song serious, you know, but the, but obviously you guys uh, had a good time making that video and uh, you know, there's certain things, certain things like a guy, like someone uh, who gives a shit, like just noticing the DIY ethics of a, of a certain band and especially you guys with certain elements of your sound to see it like to actually physically, or you know, see it with your own eyes is, is very cool. And I appreciate that. Sure.
0: Thanks man. Yeah. I mean like, that's yeah like it's absolutely like musically and lyrically a serious song and like we are a serious band like you know we don't want to like we're in no means or way like you know like a joke band or anything like that but like we definitely never have and probably never will like take ourselves too seriously as far as like the way we like carry or present ourselves like I don't think we'll ever be a band, you know, that will like, you know, everyone's, if there's going to be any talking in between songs on tour, it's going to be our normal voices. Um, (laughs) You know, no one's, no one's worried about what anyone else is wearing on stage, even if it's like ridiculous. Um, You know, Tyler's pretty famous for wearing his his short shorts and his boots while he plays, but they have proven to be effective. So, right. Um, Yeah. I told someone the other day, like, there's this uh, show review of us playing in, I think, Montreal, maybe Toronto. Uh, and, like, the show review starts off with the dude talking about how each one of the band members looks. So, like, <laughs> he, like, talks about how I look like this metal dude because I'm wearing, like, an aura noir shirt and, like, i am in got black jeans and boots on. He talks about how Tyler looks like he's, like, a Grateful Dead roadie because he's, like, wearing some weird tie-dye shirt. And they said Shibby looks like he plays in car seat headrest, uh, who I'm not familiar with, but apparently they're like a very very soft uh indie rock band. So I like that the review started off with like you know, our what we were wearing. I, I wish more people would do that, honestly. <laughs>
1: that should be the number one focus. The visual first. Yeah.
0: These guys look cool as fuck, but they were terrible,
1: yeah. <laughs> Well, speaking speaking of visual stuff, you got some fucking crazy artwork on on this record, um, and it's there's I'd like to say, and you can correct me if I am wrong, but I'd like to say it's a little bit in line with the album covers you've had in the past, only in the fact that it's always kind of this, it's always this kind of jumbled mess. In a, I don't mean that in a negative way. You know what I mean? Like, but the, sure, it's it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's kind of like there was uh, songs of descent had a little, a little bit of color to it. Songs of Lament was pretty black and white, right? But but everything was all mixed up yeah. on all of them. And now this one, it's like you have get like a fucking Lisa Frank uh, binder exploded. What's happened? Where did this come from?
0: <laughs> yes, it's like a we, we wanted to go for like a pipe bomb inside of a Lisa Frank folder. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, no, our, so the dude who did it is Brandon Gertz. Um, he's done a couple shirts for us. He did the artwork. We did a split with this band called Thorn, um, F-O-R-N. Yeah, yeah. There's a little accent over the you know. He uh, did the art for that. Um, it's just fucking sick stuff, man. Like, super, uh, like, angular, like, weird, fucked up. Sometimes colorful, sometimes not. Uh, a lot of weird, like, body horror, like, human figures type, type shit. Um, but, yeah, it definitely is, like, unique, but still in line with... Previous artwork we've had, Um, we usually just reach out to like a a friend of ours that does art, and we're like, "Hey, here's the record, here's the lyrics, Uh, make something fucked up for us." Um, (laughs) Like songs of uh, songs of descent, you know, that's like a painting. Uh, This one's a painting too, like it's an actual painting. Uh, That's a weird painting collage thing. Uh, Songs of lament, we had someone doing the artwork and. They had this crazy concept and we were like super stoked on it. It was gonna be like a weird optical illusion thing. Um but it just like didn't work out. Uh I, I don't know, it was kind of a bummer, but maybe we'll still do something with them. Uh but then we just had a buddy do like a, a digital thing, um and it turned out fucking sick, but still, you know, fit fit our vibe and fit in line with other artwork. And then yeah, Brandon painted this fucking monstrosity, uh for the cover of this one, we're fucking stoked on it.
1: That is, it is very cool, and you know, I've only seen what's available on screen, but I bet it looks sick on a fucking LP. Um, oh you... yeah,
0: it looks sick in person,
1: cold back cover too. So yeah, I'm stoked on it. How? W- so with with um with this being, I guess, w- would you call this the third LP for Yalcha? Or third. Third, I guess yes, not. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. So third uh, I w- LP. I
0: would call it the third LP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, like what well, like I was saying earlier. It's not technically mm-hmm. our
1: third full length, but right. yeah, it's our third LP. What what, what would you consi- what would you consider different about this record from the others? Musically?
0: Um I think I don't think our sound is evolved a crazy amount. I mean, I feel like it's become a little more fine-tuned like um these songs are generally a bit longer like there's not as many like short you know bangers like kind of grindier parkour hardcore songs yeah. there are a couple um but yeah just, just like just, i think we spent more time on some of these songs for sure like some of them were completely rewritten a couple things even in the studio were like changed around um but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess this is like the most metal sounding record we have. Uh, definitely the longer songs and like the all all around vibe of it. Um, a lot of mid tempo Um sure. uh, Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, um, well, well I'd i uh, have to agree with you. Not
0: entirely different, but more fine tuned.
1: Yeah. I'd agree with you on that. And the the the, the whole thing just feels more dense you know and and like you said some of those longer songs those like it, well it goes it goes with the with the album title you know there's kind of this lurching uh, i don't i don't know the the you know how, how that that title makes sense when i listen to this um and it's true sure. it's yeah, 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 yeah it's it's hard to it's hard to verbalize but but uh, but th- there is something that definitely sounds it sounds different from the yaltcha that i heard in 2013 but like you said not by a not by a f- long shot. It still sounds like the same band. Yeah, it just yeah, yeah. sounds like a. Uh, sure. It sounds beefier. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah. So with with you guys putting out this record next week, um, is there anything? I I assume with a, with a label like Relapse, they've they've got the they're not having as many issues with uh, production, but you got, but this has probably been in the pipeline for quite a while. But anyway, regardless of that, what are you looking forward to with the release of this record? Now that you can't, I mean, specifically, I guess you can't right now play, but uh, you know, you can't tourings off the table. So what's the exciting part about putting out the lurch?
0: Uh, I just, I mean, you know, we, like I said, we recorded in January of last year. So, uh you know the band has been hearing these songs uh you know even in their their final form mastered uh for a, like almost a year now um <laughs> yeah. and then you know over a year and we're just really i'm really excited to let people hear the whole thing um you know like we first big thing we put out in several years um recorded in a different place than we recorded the last few things we put out. So it, you know, the recording itself sounds different. The production's is different. Um, yeah. I honestly don't really know what to expect. Like, I feel like the type of people who are already into the band and the type of people who would normally be into a band like us will be stoked. But uh, I'm just curious to see what the reception's like myself. I, I honestly have no idea, um, but very stoked to like share these songs. Like I, I listened to the record and I was like, yeah, I, I, I like this record and I'm in the band. Uh, So (laughs) that's, uh, that says a lot, right? Um,
1: Absolutely. I'm
0: I'm excited for it to come out, man. Uh, It's just kind of like, yeah, very unknown. And like you said, there's no touring uh, to support it. Uh, You know, that's where like bands on our level sell records is is on tour. Um, So I'm really curious to see like how that goes too.
1: Yeah, and then, well, you, and you got the you got the relapse factor as well. Though though having you you've been in you know a couple. Well, it sounds like a couple bands who have put records on on uh, higher visible higher visible. What, how do I say that correctly? Record labels with <laughs> with a reputation, right? Like like uh, sure. Like fuck, I don't know. Yeah, because... I being
0: put input other. Last couple of records on Death Wish, so right? That was, you know, yeah, like that, that was going to be my the reference. Label I've yeah. Worked with personally.
1: Yeah, and, and and there's people that buy stuff just because it's on Death Wish, and I'm sure there's people that buy stuff exactly. just because it's on Relapse, oh, yeah, yeah. and yeah, it's it's. Oh
0: yeah, man! I'm sure some people have like, uh, like a Relapse bot. You know, everything that comes out, they're like automatic goes in their car or something
1: like that. Um, God, that's so much stuff. Those people got to be rich as hell or broke as hell. I guess <laughs> They're <laughs> broke as hell. Yeah. That, 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 like, yeah, so shit. I was I could, I could go on a thing about all the, all those those records that they put out. I, I, I buy stuff that I had no idea. Oh, sorry, that's my cat feeder. The automatic cat feeder is kicking in. You hear it? <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, okay. So, but that's a that's a that's a good spot to to wrap it up on. Uh, thank you for taking the time to have this conversation. This record's awesome. I I, I don't know if I mentioned <laughs> that enough. Man. I've I've listened it. to it a lot.
0: Hell oh, yeah, man. Thank you, and thanks for having me on. This
1: is a fun conversation. Awesome. Well, hey, um, good luck with the release. Hopefully, you guys get to get out there and actually tour. I don't know if you're booking shit yet, but I know some people are. So if you are, I hope whatever you got in the pipeline works out. If you're not, keep doing whatever the hell you're doing. Hell yeah. I appreciate it, man. All right. Thanks, man. Later. See ya. so there you have it that was my conversation with cayenne and the song you just heard was tethered which of course is off of the lurch which is out now and available everywhere courtesy of relapse records worldwide baby i'm sure you've heard it by now but in case you haven't it's about time to check it out i'm glad that they're back hopefully they're out there touring soon Um, seems like the rest of the world is getting back to that. Lots of shows and tours being announced all of a sudden and it's, it's, it's the floodgates are going to burst eventually and we're going to be oversaturated and there's going to be a whole different thing that we get to complain about and I'm looking forward to it. All right. So that's going to be it for this one. I'm glad we were able to get this episode out there. It's on a Tuesday. I think the first Tuesday release of an episode of getting it out podcast in its history, but that's okay. Now we just need to do one on a Thursday and I think that's every day of the week. I probably haven't done Saturday and Sunday, but I don't know. Who knows? That's goals, right? Squad goals. Uh, Singular squad goals. Anyway, um, go to at getting underscore it, underscore out, underscore podcast on Instagram. Follow that. Gettingitout.net. Under wraps, soon to be revealed. Maybe. Who knows? I've been saying that for over a year. And I say that for over a year as well. Um, And (laughs) facebook.com slash gettingitoutpodcast Thank you for checking it out. I'm going to end you with the song. I'm going to end you. I'm going to end this episode with a song from Allentown, Pennsylvania's Orphan Donor. Are you familiar with Orphan Donor? They're a Pennsylvania Screamo or Grind Act. Screamo is the worst name for a band. Let's just call them Grind. Even though it's not necessarily Grind, let's just call it Grind because I hate the term Screamo. Uh, They've got a new LP called Unraveled. It's uh, coming out in June through smegma <laughs> zeg I want to say smegma beach but that's not correct it's zegema zegima zegema it's something it's that word zegema beach records and this song is called you were alive this guy uh, it's it's uh Jared Stimfel. man why is, why are things so hard to pronounce anyway it's this guy he's <laughs> he's the drummer of secret cutter who you might be familiar with and this is his solo project the song is called you were alive it's off of off of the album Unraveled it's coming out in June just listen to the song we need to get this one over with all right thanks for listening bye bye